Hi, this is Lara Taubman reporting in for the fifth session of my podcast, Graveyard Sessions, reporting from Wolf Island, Canada, a small island in the Thousand Islands region of Canada and the world. And it has, the I think, an eighth of the largest body of fresh water in the world is in this area. You know, I think it's an eighth. Uh, I could be wrong. Anyway, nice to be back. I was out for a couple weeks with some other obligations. And, uh, but I'm back and I'm gonna be posting a lot of these consistently in the near future. I have some things coming up. I have a video release And, um, when the details of that become more clear, I will let you guys know. Uh, but I'm very excited about it. And, um, yeah, I'm here, I'm back, I'm ready. And, uh, I know I promised at the beginning of this podcast for anyone who cares that I would be posting these, these podcasts and, talking about my album revelation in the order that I have them on the album, but I somehow screwed it up last week and decided that I really needed to talk about Ocurary, which I think is the seventh song. So, uh, nevertheless, that came up as the fourth episode of the podcast while it's the seventh song on the album. So I'm just going to ignore myself and talk about the next one, which is... Um, Heartbreak Garden. I have to say that this is my favorite song. Well, not my favorite song. I don't think I have a favorite song. I kind of, kind of like them all uh, for their own reasons. It's like having a gaggle of children. Um, there isn't one I would say that is my favorite because they all kind of kind of touch a special nerve for me in one way or the other, good or bad. And they all have a history with me and, you know, they just are what they are. But uh, Heartbreak Garden does kind of have a special place in my, dare I say, heart. Um, Because I think it was probably the first song I ever, ever wrote. Uh, And it, it stayed, the lyrics from the time I wrote it when I had no idea how to write a song or just any concept or even ever spoken to anyone about the practice of a song of songwriting. Um, I, um, I just, this song just, I don't know what happened. I, I saw the phrase heartbreak garden and, um, I had just started, I'd just gotten a guitar like a a guitar guitar, not just an inexpensive one, but a guitar that, you know, really has a voice and can guide you to melodies and inspiration. And so I just, and I think it was a Gibson hummingbird that I since have sold and replaced with, you know, many other (laughs) guitars. Um, That guitar really served me well at the outset. And I think it was that this heartbreak garden I wrote on that. I, um, 
I had just started to realize as I was learning to play songs, the songs that I was attracted, the covers I was attracted to learning and playing and singing and the songs that I was writing um, or parts of songs or where I was going or the, the feelings I felt that I was drawing on to be inspired to write I realized like, oh my God, I have so much heartbreak. I have enough heartbreak to write from for like two lifetimes. Uh, Oh, lucky me. (laughs) Um, And uh, and then that phrase, heartbreak garden came to me one day, you know, just going around doing life. And I was like, now that would be an interesting, you know, start to a song. And I, I feel like sometimes... These songs, I might have said this before in the podcast where, you know, it's kind of like a, you see some an interesting little nugget of something and you scratch at it like, what is that? And then you scratch and there's more and there's more and there's more and you keep peeling back. You're like, oh my God. That's a lot how this song came to be. But I mean, it's such a, to me, it feels like it always felt like such a fertile phrase. Again, no pun intended. Where... Um, a garden of heartbreak is, is, uh, a garden of heartbreak is filled with all kinds of metaphors and illusions and allusions and references just so, you know, where do you, where do you, you can begin, but where do you end? There's just so much to draw from on that metaphor and that, uh, reference. So, um, yeah, sure enough, um, that's how I started. And I, that was the first line. I live in heartbreak garden. It's my destiny. It's for me. And, uh, I mean, I, I really met those lines <laughs> and, and of course, you know, the chord structure, good old GCD. I think that's what it is, but, uh, yeah, it's just really, um, basic and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, that was an easy song to write the lyrics to. Um, and I played, play that song a lot and I, I took it everywhere with me, anybody I sang for everywhere I went, every open mic, every this and that, that was just one of the songs like Ocurary that came a little later, but still it's just one of those songs that, um, just sort of went everywhere with me. It was easy to play. It was easy to remember. It was easy even when I screwed it up, if I screwed it up, even if I screwed up my phrasing or something I didn't know enough or whatever, it was easy to have it be heard by by listeners. It, it's It's sort of the words kind of jump. They do the work for you. That was really one of those songs. It was a real gift. And probably my first really successful moment of channeling, which is how I feel that I um I translate songs is through is through channeling. Uh, I don't know where many of them come from. Uh, it's as if I just wrote one the other night after I got out of the shower, you know, and I'm relaxed and I'm warm and I'm I just feel better in my skin and, um, cause I'm clean and I, I was putting on my face moisturizer and I, you know, I just had this thought and, um, 
I was like, now that is interesting to me. I don't know if it, if you know, you never know where these things are going to lead or you can write them and then they, then you can write, it's funny, you can write, write them down. I've written down, I just recently wrote the lyrics to what looks like a whole song to me. It is a whole song. It's a whole song, man. It, it came out like that. I have been looking for the chords and it, it, I've looked, you know, after I wrote, I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be easy. And I, I played around with it. I've looked at it for days. I have it sitting here on my piano thing and my stand and I kind of look at it and I like the title. I, I like the line that, which is the lot, the line that started the whole thing. I just, so I just let it, let it, you know, um, I just let it simmer for a while and keep it at the back of my mind and keep the lyrics around and something may or may not come back to me. Um, I just, you know, it's just not time. And then, um, there may never be a time sometimes it's just, it's just the words who knows. But then the other night I had this thought for this line and I, well, that could, that could be interesting. And I never, when I go to write a song, I never want to push. There's a sweet spot for pushing the lyrics. Um, I feel like if I push too hard, I push right through. It's like I punch through something and I, I got nothing. And I have to start with square one again and build the tension up again to find that the channel, the vein of inspiration or whatever is trying to get to me. Um, so yeah, I just sat down with my, I always usually write on my phone's, uh, notepad and, uh, I just type, type it out real fast. I feel like that's, I try to find things that are the least amount of steps to get to the, to me, to the page. And, um, so that's always a pretty easy way. And then I always have the, the lyric with me and everything there goes to the cloud, you know, and I, all that is, it's a whole discipline and, you know, everything eventually gets printed out. And so I have it in hard copy, but, um, yeah, so I sat there before I went to bed and typed out the whole thing and, and it just, again, it just kind of slipped out. It was my, my thought, my feeling for it was right. There was something there, I, you know, but you never know. It, it could just be that one thought and you just write it down. And I have so many of those lyrics, you know, I'll write one verse or two verses. I'll be like, yeah, I got that. And then nothing. <laughs> and I may go back to it like seven months later, or I may never return. And it's just, you know, I'll look back and I'll be like, God, that's nice. And I just can't find, I don't know if the spirit just gave it to me and then lost interest or found somebody who it matched to them more. I don't know. I don't know how it actually, what the mechanisms of inspiration are. I just know, you know, I've tried to set it up so that I'm at my best to receive it as quickly and effortlessly as possible. And, um, so yeah, so back to Heartbreak Garden, that that was really 
that was one of that was one of the first experiences I had like that. It was a, just a total pleasure to write that. And I remember writing it and feeling really good about it and then thinking, you know, is this any good? <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed writing it. I enjoyed, I think the part I enjoyed the most. Well, I liked writing about myself as as someone who's expresses heartbreak, but in a, putting in the context of a, the positivity of, of writing a song of a song and music and music can take you to somewhere completely different than a sad or negative connotation, which is why, you know, music has such power over so many people and saves the lives of so many people and the spirits and the hearts of so many, certainly of mine, because there might be these sad uh, lyrics that are really real, but they're encased in, you know, really beautiful chords or melodies and uh, images. And it just turns into this alchemy that takes you and transforms you, um, your energy into something having a really beautiful and uplifting experience. And um, so to me, that's how that felt to have that happen so successfully. It was my first experience of having created that. And I'll tell you, you know, I have been a writer my whole life and I've written in many different forms, but learning, but writing as a songwriter, I feel capable um, being able to bring melody into to a word is so utterly gratifying it's like it's like i it's like i've never taken a breath or i ever first wrote a song and um because to me bringing the music to the word is the ultimate experience of creating for me you know um and it gives me, you know, when you do something like that in life and you find something like that, you actually feel like you have control over your life in a way that you may never have. I mean, we all know we never really have control over your life, but I felt like through that kind of ultimate creation that suits me and my personality and my spirit the best, it's the first time I felt like I had some power or some real control. And it just like the real kind of control. Um, creatively is certainly one of those ways to have a substantial real kind of control. It just really filled up a gap that had been in me, in my heart for such a long time. And, um, and that's how that, how it felt to write that. And so, you know, I could include, you know, all my favorite flowers uh, in the chorus, which I really loved. Um, that kind being able to bring that kind of imagery so freely to a song that I wrote and sing about it. Um, and then, you know, uh, it was obviously one of the songs that I brought to, uh, Chris Brown, my producer, when I, uh, we were trying to, you know, work through the songs on the album and I brought that to him and, and he he was so great. He was he was so supportive of it of me, and and he loved the song. And I mean, he just jumped on that. And um, 
he it, I love the way he said it reminded him of a William Blake poem because after he said that I <coughs> excuse me I just knocked the mic and then I coughed sorry about that um but after he said that I realized it made me think of William Blake's uh, beautiful uh illustrations or drawings that went with that he made for his poetry for his poems that were always such powerful images to me uh and unforgettably so and that you know i i never had thought of that but they they had such a direct reference to that um so it, it was it was wonderful to have those those you know, bring those things together through him and for him to sort of, you know, he's sort of a a really good producer is, is a singer songwriter's whisperer. Uh, and he definitely hears my music and, um, he's a very good whisperer of a singer songwriter. Um, I, uh, I've had that experience with him a lot. And, you know, he, he was just the right person, producer for me to find. Um, so anyway, and then he put in, uh, that beautiful, uh, bridge in there. Uh, and I'm going to play you the actual recording when, uh, when I'm done, because it's such a beautiful, beautifully produced piece of music. And, um, and it, and it always means so much that, um, you know, that my work could inspire that kind of, kind of overall creation. It just, it means so much. So anyway, I mean, that's really, I think the song and the story in the song kind of speaks for itself. Um, but I, you know, there is a lot of, I'm, I love that that is really the first song I ever wrote. And I didn't, I did it on my own, just sitting in my house when I lived in Montana. And I felt very uh, doubtful of my songwriting ability, of my playing, uh, any kind of music ability, of my singing ability, of my, um, I guess there was so much that was of my ability to live the life I was living uh, at that time. Uh, and it's harder, even harder to believe that that was not five or six years ago. <laughs> I mean, I've, I feel like I've lived about two different lifetimes since then. And, um, feels like it's been many moons ago that that happened. Um, but it all happened with, you know, a really good end result. And that, that's what that song makes me think about, um, how many, how many miles I have traversed, uh, since I wrote that song, uh, both literally, physically, metaphorically, emotionally, uh, so much. So, uh, that is, um, that's it. That's Heartbreak Garden. And um, I really appreciate you listening through. Again, um, please go to my website and um, check it out. You can find uh, blog posts. You can find um, 
more about me, images. Uh, you can find a live video of me from February, the last time I performed live um, in New York City. Um, and you can buy a digital download there or buy a special edition vinyl with a special poster insert as well as a special edition CD. I ship anywhere in North America free. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> um, and please check in for the video release. I'm just so happy to uh, to be doing that. And um, I hope you have a beautiful day. And thanks again for listening. It's my destiny.